Hi guys, this is Jay, uh, Jackie Cooper from Jay Cooper Travels as well as Love Travel Scotland. And today I have Mark here and um, Yvette is on via her train. She's on one of her travel trips. And today we are going to be featuring Mark who is in Scotland and his um, wonderful uh, studios uh, partially behind him and all of his artwork. Mark, thank you so much for being on again. I know that you were with us one other time and this is going to be an ongoing series because you... Um, you travel around Scotland and um, you're a visual storyteller and a visual artist. Would you like to um, introduce yourself and tell us more about your business? Hi, Jackie. Thanks again for having me. Um, yeah, so this is my studio space uh, just north of Glasgow. Um, I, I do travel um, through Scotland, but painting mainly at the moment in my area, which is the Scottish Central Belt. Um, and it's a lovely area I, I just can't get enough of the scenery so doing lots of paintings landscapes but i also work as a portrait artist also so i'm about to pull up one of your um pieces that we're going to be talking about today do you want yeah. to um introduce it and um share with others um more about um you know how you decide what locations to um you know, what inspires you, that type of thing as an artist? Sure, sure. This first painting is called From the Road Above Blainfield. And Blainfield is a small village um, just near another place called Strathblain. Again, just uh, north of Glasgow, um, we have the fantastic countryside where we have the Campsie Fells. And this was a, a painting um, created around just after, um, around about springtime, let's say, and uh, the uh, luscious colours were starting to come back into the countryside. The campsy fells that you see in the background, the range of hills um, with um, the lovely outcrop called Dumgoin is um, bathed in sunlight and very warm colours on this um, hillside with the bracken and um, the other uh, vegetation on the hill um, really inspired me to paint this with bright colours. I love using intense colour uh, and uh, putting the paint on fairly quickly. This is an oil painting. It's actually uh, just above my head here uh, on my wall uh, at the moment and recently completed. Um, paint's just dry. Uh, it measures around about 60 centimetres um, square. So I see, so, sorry to interrupt, I see sorry. that there's this little house all the way in the corner down there. Um, it's the, the, de the details of, of how you create, you know, I'm just blown away by it because you can, um, when I'm looking at this, I can kind of feel the motion of some of the, um, the brush and the trees and things like that. So, um, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. Now, if someone wanted to, um, obtain one of your pieces, um, how would they, uh, be able to do that? They can contact me um, through my website. My website's markmulhollandartist.co.uk. Um, they can also browse my work by um, visiting my Instagram or Facebook pages. My 
I am at MBM Artist. MBM is how I sign my, my paintings. Um, Mark Bernard Mulholland is my full name, so I have that MBM in the corners of my artwork. This is another uh, painting of Dumgoyne. This was sunset over Dumgoyne. We get fantastic uh, sunsets here in Scotland, as I'm sure you get everywhere in the world, but uh, they, they really show off Scotland beautifully. Um, and the, the way the light hits the campses and the hill of Dumgoyne is gorgeous. Um, tucked down, uh, you can't really see it from this angle, but just at the foot of Dumgoyne Hill, you have the distillery. I um, called it by Dumgoyne Distillery. It's actually called Glengoyne Distillery, um, whiskey distillery, and uh, a beautiful landscape. This was painted um, around about autumn into winter, so frost on the ground and uh, things are looking a little bit colder um, with the, the fir trees in the background. Now I know that some of the distilleries actually have tours and they have yeah. whiskey tours. So for those that are traveling to Scotland and decide that you would like to do any of the um, the fun tourist activities, uh, these are, um, you know, it's definitely possible. Um, I know that you, um, you, you do a lot of landscapes, but you are, you also do, um, portraits and other things. I know that those are also, you can, I can see them in the background. Um, so if someone has, uh, an interest in doing something, um, uh, having you do something other than landscapes, um, do you, how, how would someone contact you again and, um, kind of reach out to you about that? Yeah. Uh I paint, uh, like you say, a variety of things, and I just love painting. The, the subject matter um, is something that allows me to express then uh, what I'm looking at in, in a painterly sense. But you, people can get in contact with me again through my website or by email, markmohollandartist at gmail.com, and I work with them to um, decide what the subject would be, the size, the medium materials that we use, if it's a drawing or a painting. And in terms of working with people, if they're in the area, they can come to my studio. If not, then we can work remotely by Zoom or by a Skype call or something like that. But also I can be working from photography as long as those show subject to the best of uh, their ability with regards to the way the subject is lit um, so it's everything is um, doable in, in the current um, in the current climate you know with um, technology it's all possible it's amazing these days I mean I I know that you know um, so many years ago when we didn't have the ability to do Zoom or the internet, I mean, you had to only be able to face-to-face -face or, you know, um, that that in-person type of situation. Now, globally, you'll be able to work with different people. So yeah. I, I definitely want to um, suggest to everyone who's listening on the podcast to subscribe to the podcast. Also go over to Jay Cooper Travels and subscribe to the YouTube 
uh, section as well. That way you can actually see all the visuals because if you are listening on the podcast and you um, are not enjoying all the beautiful artwork that we're seeing on the YouTube uh, video pod, um, go over and subscribe. Mark actually is going to be having a series uh, because he is a wonderful artist and he's done so many things over the course of his time that we're highlighting different pieces. Um, so again, um, look at the block of information above the podcast. His information will be there. Right now, our goal is to be honest and transparent is to get uh, the subscribers on, on the J. Cooper Travels up to 1,000 because at the time that we have 1,000 subscribers, I'm able to actually put Mark's direct website there. So um, everyone who's listening, please help us get that uh, to 1,000. And then the next level will be even higher. But right now it's just so that way you don't have to kind of cross hop to get over to me, to get over to Mark. So thank you so much, Mark, for being here. I look forward to talking and featuring your next piece of art. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jackie. That's great. Hi guys, this is Jake Cooper uh, Travels, Jackie Cooper again, and today this is part two of my podcast with Alicia. Alicia actually has a really cute business that we just started talking about. Alicia, why don't you reintroduce, in case someone hasn't seen the first part of our podcast, do you want to just reintroduce what you do, and that way people will have um, an idea as to why we're together today. Great, thank you. My name is Alicia Hale and I have barnyard bags. We take livestock bags such as chicken feed and we turn them into recycled, upcycled uh, designer uh, shopping bags. You can take them for shopping. And they're really super cute. So definitely um, watch the YouTube channel, go and listen to the podcast or YouTube that we did before. Today's episode is um, all about the travel side. Now, um, one of the things that we did talk about um, on the other episode was the fact that you have bags from your part of your country, but there are actually different types of feed bags in different parts of the country that have different faces on it. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, it's, that is so amazing. I did not realize that certain bags had different pictures and other parts of the country have different pictures. And when this all started, people sent me bags from their part of the country. And one Prina bag would be like this. And then the other Prina bag, same food, but a different picture. And it was so exciting because I could get this nice little rooster from the Western part of the country and someone else had the same kind of food, but it had something else on it. So it was awesome. So I know that as I travel, sometimes it's, you know, you pick up different things in different parts of the world or the different the country. So, you know, whether it's currency or whether it's, you know, something that is just native to that area. So that that is actually something I never even knew about until I talked with you. So that was kind of cool. Now, um, you had mentioned that you have traveled around the United States, but you did it in a way which is different than most people. You want to explain a little bit about that? Yes, I would love to. My husband um, was a driller for a mining company 
And so we traveled the country. He would drive the drill and the support truck and I would pull our 40 foot fifth wheel. And we would travel all over the country going to small little towns or large towns. And he would work and we would travel and got paid to go see Mount Rushmore. We got to go see um, the Grand Canyon. We got to go see, um, I don't know, Butte, Montana in the middle of winter. So, I mean, we had to go, we had to go where the work was, but it was amazing because we traveled the country. Um, we went to Missouri, we went all over Wyoming in the middle of winter. So it was, it was fun. Is there any place that you've seen that you would like to go back or a place that maybe people just wouldn't have found except for your, um, you know, kind of stumbling on it? Um, well, there was a couple places in Idaho that was really fun and exciting. Um, there was a one place that basically there was one road in and one road out. And if it was blocked by a tree, you weren't going anywhere. Um, Missouri was fun. Uh, I would love to go more on the East Coast, but we haven't got to hit that area yet. Really like to. Now, you also mentioned that you've gone to Mexico and Canada. Tell me where you've gone. Well, in Can by Canada, I grew up 20 miles south of the Canadian border. And way back then, before dirt was invented, we got to travel. You know, all we needed was our driver's license and we could go to Canada, which was Grand Forks, Canada. And that's where all of us kids would go to the movie theater or have borscht or Chinese food because that was the big city for us. We had to drive three hours to get to, um, you know, an American side city. So that was fun. We would travel all over in, um, in that area of, of Canada. And Mexico, I only hit the Tijuana area, so I don't know if you even really want to count that, but I did. No, that's great. That's great. Um, what's on your bucket list for when you want to travel? Oh, I want to go to Scotland and Ireland, Tuscany. I would love just to just not backpack because I'm too old for that, but I would love just to, you know, open up a passport and just go and take the trains and learn all of the different, someone who knew the area or maybe house swap or something where I'm kind of not very adventurous, but I would love to have someone who is so they could show and lead the way. So I want, for those that are listening, um, you've actually touched on a lot of things that I've been able to do and I've been blessed to be able to do. I have with my daughter traveled on the train and we have not officially backpacked, but what we did is we had a small backpack and I'll roll away. So that way we traveled light and we went um, London, Scotland, Wales, and we were able to use my I go for less booking platform, which for those that um, don't know about it, you'll have a free link. You can save up to 35 percent when you book on there. And we were able to I booked the hotel when we flew in and the hotel when we flew out. But everything else I booked as we went. So that way, if we decided to take, we had like this unlimited train pass that I was able to get, and I can help anyone to get that as well. But um, we, if we decided to go to Oxford and we wanted to stay in a hotel, uh, we would look at where we went uh, before we went there. We would book the hotel and then we would travel on the train there and then stay for a few days and then decide our next location look and see what was available like when we went up to sterling and then book there uh the place in sterling that we stayed at um actually was um 
an old, old house that ended up having a lot of different history to it. I mean, so, I mean, the, the places that you can sometimes book might be traditional hotels as well as homes by owners. Uh, you talk about Scotland, and I know that um, there's a new Facebook group called Love Travel Scotland that I'll put out the information there that has discounts of and also information about where to go if you want to go on the Outlander tour or the Harry Potter tour or other places like that. And the woman who's in charge of that Facebook group actually is from Scotland, Aberdeenshire. And she is also talking to the locals there to actually talk, like you said, about where should you go if you happen to land there. So um, all of your bucket lists are on my bucket list again, too. And I know. So um, thank you so much for sharing about your adventures. Um, I know you're going to be on the other uh, podcast that I have called Cooper Virtual Career Day, which is designed for elementary, middle, and high school students. So if you are parents or teachers and you are looking for a podcast to share with students on various um, career options, definitely check it out. Um, any last minute thoughts that you have before I um, sign us out on this and log us into the next one? Um, I just think it's great that the travel industry is still going and you can go to these wonderful places and see all the little nooks and crannies and, I don't know, farms and, and factories and all that fun stuff. It would be awesome to look at. Yep. And the, the reason why we've created the Love uh, Scotland Travel is to help support the local community. So that way, businesses who are also being impacted by COVID and other economic things can get support when people travel overseas and find them. So thank you for yeah. bringing that up. Um, and I know that as I travel now, I'll look for feedbacks to see if yeah. I can't bring them back to you. Yay! So. <laughs> okay. I would love to get some feedbacks from different countries. That is awesome. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. All the contact information will be on our podcast, Little Block Above, and also on the YouTube channel. So definitely check it out so you can reach back out to Alicia and her business, as well as J. Cooper Travels. Thank you so much. Thank you.